Pastor Chooks Obina Ogoye. Pastor Chooks is the lead pastor of Resurrection Life Church in Johannesburg. He is a passionate teacher and preacher of the Word of God and has been blessed by God with the uncanny ability and gift to explain and unpack deep and complex spiritual truths in very easy to understand and apply formats. Pastor Chooks has been involved and active in marketplace ministries. He's an entrepreneur and business consultant with an avid passion for raising other entrepreneurs and business leaders. He has taught and facilitated many leadership and entrepreneurship courses and seminars. He is the host of broadcast programs on Facebook, YouTube, and several podcast channels. Living the life with Pastor Chooks, the amazing power of woman. Thank God it's Friday. Good evening. Welcome. Welcome. It's a beautiful evening, another time of studying God's Word together. My name is Chucks Ugoye. We are doing episode 220 on uh, the series of teachings, Understanding the Goodness of God, episode 220. And uh, tonight, uh, we are doing the fifth installment on the series of thoughts or meditations, The Goodness of God Makes Me Overflow with Joy. All right, and um, we, 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 so tonight is... Part 5. We have been uh, on that thought. Let's look at the scripture we are going to uh, sit on again tonight. James chapter 1, verse 1 to 4. James, a born servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greetings. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Count it all joy when you fall into adversity, when you have problems. When you count the problems, the bigger the problems, the bigger the joy should be. Wow. <laughs> this scripture is quite interesting. The bigger the problems, the bigger your joy. That's what the Bible is saying. Count it all joy when you face various trials, knowing there's something you need to know to be able to do that. There's something you need to know. You need to know that the testing of your faith produces patience. The testing of your faith produces patience. So you need to know that. If you don't know that, you won't be able to count it joy when there are problems, when there are oppositions, when there is adversity, when things are not going the way you want it, when, when the enemy is attacking you in ways that you never expected. When the enemy is using people that you didn't think will you themselves to be used by the devil. And no, he's saying, count it all joy. But it says, verse 4. But let patience have its perfect work. Some version of the Bible says, let endurance have its perfect work. Another version says, let steadfastness have its perfect work. That you may be perfect and complete and lacking nothing. So, when we, we, we saw this yesterday that when we, when we plug into joy and we mine joy and joy is pouring out, that, that pouring out of joy in the midst of a difficulty is actually doing something positive to you. It's changing you. It's maturing you. So, when you understand this whole thing about the goodness of God, that nothing works against you. Even negative things are working for you. Bible says all things work together 
for good. For good to them that love God. Why? Because you you serve a good God, so he makes all things work together for your good. That's just the way it is. Because you serve a good God, everything works in your favor. And so when you meet difficulties, when you meet uh, adversity, when you meet opposition to your faith, you know, we, we, we release our faith for manifestation. You release your faith for healing. You release your faith for the transformation of your city. You release your faith for a miracle of marriage. You release your faith for uh, business to go, you know, for ministry to explode. You release your faith. Many, many times when we release our faith, manifestation is not happening quickly. It's not happening the way you want it to happen. That's what is called a trial of your faith. So when things are not going well, you put out products to sell, they are not selling. The business is not moving. You know, uh, you're not finding the house. You're not getting the scholarship. The visa is not manifesting. In other words, there's something you're believing for, but it's not coming through. The Bible says when you notice that, instead of it to make you sad, instead of it to make you depressed, instead of it to make you anxious, instead of it to make you begin to uh, question the character of God, he says, make it work for you. Count it joy. Become joyful. Wow. Become joyful. When things are not working, become joyful. That's what scriptures is saying. When things are not going well, become joyful. Mind joy. Pour joy out. Pour joy into that situation. Pour joy into that circumstance. When you do, that process of mining joy and pouring joy, like as it were, scooping joy from, from the well and pouring it in that situation, it changes you. It makes you perfect. It makes you complete, lacking nothing. And we identified who is the person who is perfect and complete and lacking nothing. That's God. Only God meets that, you know, that description. Perfect, complete, lacking nothing. That's God. So, so the more your, your faith is tested, the more you are becoming like God. Your status, your status, your God status is increasing. That's what joy does. But if you don't, listen, if you don't mind joy and pour joy in that situation, what is happening is you de- deteriorate. Anxiety deteriorates you. Fear deteriorates you. In fact, fear allows the enemy to have the upper hand. Let me say it again. Fear allows the enemy to have the upper hand. Anxiety allows the enemy to continue his, his terrorism in your life. But joy backs the devil off. But joy backs the devil off. So, so joy is doing something. Joy is causing your character to develop. Causing your status as a, as a, as a partaker of the divine nature to be established because it's making you complete, lacking nothing. Isn't it the place where you want to be? Isn't it a place where you want to be? A place where you're perfect, you're complete, you lack nothing, you lack nothing. Everything you need is there. That's where every woman being wants to be. But what is bringing you there is the current challenges that you're facing. Is the current difficulties that you're facing. Is the current opposition, the current... <coughs> problems that are in your life, in your marriage, in your health, in your business, in the relationships with the in-laws, in, you know, I don't know, with your children, whatever difficulties that you are facing right now is supposed to bring you 
to your God status where you are complete, lacking nothing. But that can only happen when you greet the opposition with joy. When you respond, instead of panic, you respond with joy. So, 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 so they bring you bad news or they bring you news that is supposed to harass you and is supposed to make you lose your peace. Instead of you to respond that way, you respond differently. You respond with joy. You start rejoicing. That makes the devil go crazy. You start rejoicing. You start rejoicing. Listen, the Bible says, again, I said, he said, my uh, apostle Paul said, rejoice. Again, I say rejoice. Meaning that rejoicing is an act of the will. It's a decision you make. It's an act of the will. And you, you can will to rejoice. Even when there is no reason to do so, you can will to rejoice. And when you start rejoicing and start pouring joy out, that process of pouring joy out changes you, transforms you, makes you a new person, makes you a different person, makes you a, a man or a woman who sits in the God class. Perfect, complete, lacking nothing. All right, so let's take that conversation a bit forward tonight. Look at Romans chapter 2, verse 7. Romans chapter 2, verse number 7. He says, Eternal life to those who by patient continuance in doing good seek glory, seek for glory, honor, and immortality. Eternal life to those who by patient continuance stop when you patiently endure you are bringing forth the outpouring of the power the power that raised Jesus from the dead that's eternal life the power that raised Jesus from the dead is eternal life so so your patient continuance is is helping you access eternal life and bring it forth to into your character, into your person, into your world. He says, eternal life, who through by patient continuance. So it's, that's why he said, let patience have its perfect work. Let endurance have its perfect work. Endurance, that endurance that you are putting up to that opposition, to that adversity, to that difficulty, that endurance you're putting up is doing something for you. It's working. It's working. So this bad situation is actually working for you. So it's really not a bad situation. Because if it's bringing you to a place where you're perfect and lacking nothing, if it's bringing you to a place where you have better control or better access, better handle of eternal life, better handle of everlasting life, the ever-increasing life, you, you are able to you know, get a better grip on eternal life and its benefits, then that thing is not, is not a negative thing as it were. That trial is not a bad thing. That, that delay is not a bad thing. That opposition to the manifestation of your faith is actually not a bad thing in the end. Just, just that you understand the mystery of the goodness of God. Just, just understanding it, that God is good to you. Everything is working for you. So you rejoice. You, you greet problems with rejoicing. You greet disappointment with rejoicing. You greet opposition with rejoicing. You just rejoice. Make it a point to just rejoice. When you do so, something is working in you. Something is going on in you. So, so rejoice in the face of uh, the no. The contract was not signed. The, the, 
the uh, uh, request was not approved. Rejoice! Rejoice! The situation has not changed. Rejoice! The testing of your faith must be must be answered or responded to with rejoicing. That's what the Bible is teaching us. Romans chapter 8, verse 25. Romans 8, 25. It says, But if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. But if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait. We eagerly wait for it with perseverance. So that as we wait for it with perseverance, something is happening inside of us that causes us that causes us to eventually see what we hope for remember he says it will make you perfect complete lacking nothing so that thing you are hoping for it's still going to come through but the endurance that you are having to put up is working for you if you understood this and understood this message of the goodness of god you will never bother yourself about anything. Because even the delay is working for you. Even the opposition is working for you. Even the assault of the devil is working for you. Even the anything that the devil is working for you. All you need to do to bring it out is rejoice. What? Just rejoice. Just rejoice. You know, instead of whining, grumbling, complaining, being anxious, being, no, no, rejoice. Just start rejoicing. If you are rejoicing, then it's working. If you're not rejoicing, then you're missing it. That's what we are understanding by the study. If you're not rejoicing, you're missing it. So, can the delay, when the devil starts showing you, oh, you have, you know, you are behind, you are, you are this, you are that, you know, and this delay, look at the delay, count the years, and let it bust out joy. <laughs> let it bust out joy. I know people who, because of some delays on the things they are believing God for, you know, every birthday that comes and finds them in that state, you know, they, 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 they are sad. No, you haven't understood the message of the goodness of God. It's not supposed to make you sad. It's supposed to make you rejoice. Just rejoice. You, listen, every time you have a temptation to become irritable, to become anxious, to just know that that's a time to plug into joy. That's a time to plug into joy. And like I explained yesterday, do you, you know where, where that irritation is coming from? It's coming from something in you that is not aligned with God. It's something in you that is not aligned with the character of God. God is the one who is stable. God is one who is complete. God is one who is lacking nothing. So that anxiety and that response is coming from something in you that is not aligned to the divine nature. Get rid of it. Reject it. Reject it. And how do you reject it? By plugging into joy. You plug into joy, it wears out. You plug, in, you plug into joy, it wears down. This is a mystery. This is a mystery. That's how you transform yourself into the God status. Just rejoicing in the midst of opposition. Rejoicing in the midst of disappointment. Rejoicing in the midst of trials. Just rejoice. Say, but pastor, how do I find the strength to rejoice? Find it. It's there. It's an, it's an act of your will. Rejoice. Just rejoice. You know, I've been talking about this thing about internal atmosphere management. There is no way to dominion. There is no way to spiritual stature, maturity, without you know learning the skill of internal atmosphere management. How, what do I mean by that? Your ability to maintain joy and peace inside. That's all. That's what I mean by internal atmosphere management. Your ability to maintain joy and peace on the inside of you, no matter what is happening on the outside. 
opposition, joy and peace. Uh, celebration, joy and peace. Uh, congratulation, joy and peace. Uh, shame, joy and peace. Everything that happens on the outside, you maintain the same atmosphere on the inside, joy and peace. So that all that happens inside of you is joy and peace. When the devil tries to piss you off and, and irritate you and use whosoever he wants to use, catch yourself, return to joy and peace. Let me say that again. Catch yourself. Always catch yourself. Return to joy and peace. It's not what... Because joy and peace is working for you. It's doing a refining process. It's perfecting you. It, so, joy, so denying yourself joy and peace, you're actually denying yourself progress. You're denying yourself growth in character. So be, being anxious and being antsy and being, you know, panicking. No, 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 no. You are denying yourself the privilege of growth, the blessing of, of growth. So when the enemy thinks he's messing you up, he doesn't know that he's growing you. He's growing you. I said it yesterday. In the, in the gym, lifting weights is growing your muscles. It's called resistance training. You know, you are, you are, you are encountering resistance by pulling that weight. But what it does eventually is causes your muscles to grow. That's how, you know, bodybuilders do it. They just keep pushing weight and keep pushing weight. And then that push causes growth. That's what we are, it's the same principle. So opposition, you push against it. And what do you use to push against opposition? Joy. Joy. That's what you use to push against opposition. Because opposition is wanting to make you anxious, make you angry, make you panic, make you worried. No, don't respond that way. Respond with joy. And when you do, it causes growth. It causes maturity. It causes you ascending into the status of the God. Hallelujah. All right. Uh, Romans chapter 15. Romans chapter 15, verse 4 to 6. Romans 15, verse 4 to 6. He says, For whatever things were written before, were written for our learning, that we, through the patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. Now, may the God of patience and comfort grant you to be like-minded toward one another, according to Christ Jesus, that you may with one mind and one mouth glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, do you see what is happening here? When you plug into joy and peace, it does something to you. But it's also doing something in the rest of the brethren that all of you now become like-minded. Why? Because we are maturing into the stature of the Christ. Right. Look at this scripture again with me in um, Romans 15 verse 5. Say, now may the God of patience and comfort May the God of patience and comfort. Developing patience attracts something about God. The Bible says, God of patience and comfort. Grant you to be like-minded toward one another. So when I develop patience, because I am counting its joy in the midst of trial, I attract 
a, 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 a nature of God. I attract something in God. The God of patience and the God of comfort. And then he says, he says, he, may he grant you to be like-minded toward one another according to Christ Jesus, that you may be, you may with one mind and one mouth glorify the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. So what this is saying is, while I am counting it joy, and the brothers and the sisters in the community of faith are also all counting it joy, and joy is working in us, producing patience, producing endurance, the other effect of it is that it's causing us all to become one-minded. It's causing us all to become one-minded. So where there is joy, there will be one-mindedness in the brethren. And, and when we are one-minded, we bring glory to God. We bring glory to God. All right? And I, I, and I want you to get this. Joy is critical when you are facing opposition. Now look at this scripture. Go back with me to the book of James. So we count it all joy when we are facing trials, when we are facing uh, difficulties and challenges. You, you refuse for it to pull you down. You refuse for it to make you sad. You refuse for it to make you anxious. You don't panic. You just respond with joy. You respond with joy. When you do, look at what verse 4 says, But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Then verse 5, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally without reproach and it will be given to him. Remember that, you know, counting it all joy makes you perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Lacking nothing. And part of the things you don't lack is wisdom. So he says, if you lack wisdom, because you are in this place of rejoicing, ask for wisdom. Let him ask God. So you may be in a situation where someone is making life difficult for you. Right? Why you don't allow them to steal your joy and make you, you know, depressed and make you anxious and make you panic and make you, you know, sad. No, no, no. Rejoice. Let it produce joy. But don't stay in a situation that, you know, the wisdom of God can help you navigate. So ask God for wisdom while you are pouring forth joy. Ah, did you get it? Ask God for wisdom. That's what he says. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Ask God. Like, so, so God, grant me wisdom to deal with this boss. You know, this boss that is making me, making life miserable for me. I've refused to respond to his antics with misery. This spouse that is making life, you know, uh, unbearable for me, I've refused to respond to his antics with uh, complaining, with grumbling. I am joyful. However, I need wisdom. So you ask God for wisdom. And the wisdom will come. Wisdom will flow where there is joy. Because it says with joy, we draw from the well of salvation. Wisdom is one of the things in the well of salvation. So with joy, we draw from the well of salvation. Wisdom is there. So when you are in the state of joy, you are able to draw wisdom better. And you know what to do. And, and the wisdom of God will guide you on what to do. But being depressed, being anxious, being angry, you are not in that state of mind. You can't pull wisdom. In that state of mind, you can't access wisdom. No, you access wisdom when you are joyful. You see, and 
that wisdom helps you navigate going forward. The Lord will tell you what to do. His wisdom is not the is not the wisdom of man, it's the wisdom of God. And you will you will have the peace of God to apply that wisdom in that situation to find you know yourself on the other side or wherever God wants you to be. Did you get that? So so don't count it joy and not ask for wisdom. Mm-mm. Count it joy and then ask for wisdom. They are all in the same the same uh, chapter. Chapter three says chapter chapter I mean verse two says count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Then verse five verse four says let patience have its perfect work. Then verse five says ask for wisdom. Can you see? It's in the same place. Ask for wisdom. So when there's joy, you can ask for wisdom and you can draw wisdom and pull wisdom out to help you navigate what needs to be navigated and you make the right decisions because you are, you know, in a state. This is why this thing that I'm teaching about internal atmosphere management is critical. When you manage your internal atmosphere properly, wisdom will flow. Hallelujah. All right, let, let's look at James chapter 10. Maybe I can do the scripture and one more. Let's see, let's see. James chapter 10. He says, verse 36. Sorry, did I say James? Hebrews chapter 10. There's no James chapter 10. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 10, verse 36. All right, he says, For you have need of endurance. You have need of endurance. You have need of endurance. Why? Because endurance is a character of God. It's a character quality of God. You have need of endurance. So that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. So, <laughs> I told you endurance is working for you. After you have done the will of God, then you receive the promise. Meaning, the faith comes into fruition. Remember, we're talking about opposition to your faith and your faith being tested. But if endurance is developed and established and matured in you, then what follows? It says, after you have done the will of God. What is the will of God? Joy is the will of God. It's account it all joy. That's the will of God. After you have done the will of God, doing the will of God is staying in joy. It's staying in joy. Accessing wisdom. That's the will of God. When you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. So, joy, wisdom, in the midst of opposition, causes you to receive the manifestation of promise. I, I, I declare in the name of Jesus that the promise of God is being fulfilled in your life. The promise for your marriage, the promise for your health, the promise for, for your finances, your business, the promise for the ministry, the promise of God for your life is coming. You are going to receive it. But in the midst of where you are now, in the midst of the season you are now, this is why you need to understand this. Greet this season with joy. Not grumbling. Not crying. You know, crying, grumbling, and still staying there is not, is not to your benefit. It's not to your benefit. Count it all joy and then receive wisdom on what to do. And the Bible says you shall receive the promise. These are spiritual um, realities. Sometimes it may not make sense to the to the natural man. It may not, you know, the natural man may not understand it. But when you apply the principles, you get supernatural results. So joy and peace will help you 
get the result you need. I, I see God lifting you. I see you receiving the promise. The promise of the healing. The promise of the deliverance. The promise of the promotion. The promise of uh, the advancement. The promise of, you know, whatever it is God has promised you. The visa. The admission. The scholarship. The funding. The financing. The breakthrough. The favor. All of these things are coming. Just stay in the place of joy. Count it all joy when you are encumbered by various trials. Any trial, you just respond to it with wisdom, um, with joy and wisdom. God bless you. I hope I helped you. I hope you received something. Listen to this message again. Share it with a friend. Share it with a family member. Let Just bless somebody with it. Somebody is going to be encouraged. Somebody is going through a tough time. Is going to be encouraged by this. You know, you can share the link on, on, on YouTube or on Facebook. You can also share the link as an audio podcast. We have them on Spotify, Google Podcasts, you know, uh, Radio Public. Those are uh, um, um, podcast channels or platforms on the internet. Look for them and then just share it and let somebody else be blessed by what you've received. Look for Living the Life with Pastor Chucks, Understanding the Goodness of God series. And then you are you are in for a good time. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow as we continue with episode 221. But tonight, I love you. I pray for you. I speak strength to you. I speak encouragement to you. I speak grace to you. Bye-bye. There comes a time in your life when you need a change, an upgrade. You need upliftment. You need lasting results. You just want your life to be real. You need your life to be meaningful, deep, full, purposeful, and easy. You're looking for enlargement, amplification, increase, strengthening. You're looking for growth in your life. You want leverage, strategic advantage, gain and favor, ability to influence, clout and strength. Join us at Resurrection Life Church every Sunday. Visit our website, .reslife.org.za for more information. Make this year your year of being real. Embrace rapid enlargement and leverage. It is your time.